Hello friends and welcome to Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast presented to you by Modern Escapism. My name is Oodles and in this episode I will be interviewing a sensational fellow, host and founding father of the Snugcast podcast and all-around Irish heartthrob, it's DJ Walsh. Thank you Oodles aka Crypto Kenny. Uh, I have to say I really <laughs> like what you've done with the place. Um, mm-hmm. we, I mean, it's You've spruced the place up really nice. I mean, the last time I was here, Biggie made a mess. Um, yeah. You know, as he, as he does, as he does. And you've, you've turned this into a really <laughs> high-class, low-brow lounge. It's, I'm, I'm digging the vibes. Yeah, man. It's, it, this, is, this, is the, this is what I was going for. Just just coffee lounge, I don't know, cigar lounge. Just, just a bit chill. Just chill. Nice. And when, you get, when, you, when you're interviewed... You want to be interviewed in comfort, don't you? So, yeah. You can sip your beer, you can say what you want. You, you, won't, you won't be tossed out of the podcast studio for things you say on this show, I promise. Beautiful, beautiful. I can't believe I got through a full episode of Modern Escapism. <laughs> <laughs> you did, mate, you did. So for the listener, every episode I will be interviewing my guest with the same 10 questions. Eventually, these questions will be engraved into your grey matter until the day you die. So sit back, light up that cigar, pour yourself a whiskey, and enjoy. DJ, are you ready to take on the ten questions? I feel like you, when you sat down on Twitch to play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I, I, can, I can feel the nerves. <laughs> I, I am ready. I am ready. Yeah, the light, lights have gone. So, question number one. Who are you, and where are you from? Actually, we were, we were texting about this a couple of weeks ago. You, you, you were telling me you were planning <laughs> this podcast, and yes, uh, you were like, "Here's here's the questions I want to ask. Are they okay?" And I was like, "The first one, can I pass?" And you said, "No, pass." <laughs> you, you said that's the hardest one. <laughs> I was like, this is the fucking hardest one. Um, who am I? I don't really know. I think you know to to get deep and philosophical. I genuinely think I've only found myself in the last two years to two two eighteen months to two years. Um, I I I was I was born and grew up in a place that you know very well, Cork in Ireland. I um, very very well. Went to school down there, and then where I live now in South Kilkenny, that's where my father's from. So it's very funny. My life in Cork is basically on the outskirts of the city very much a city life um and then up here like we if if, if i turn the wi-fi off and it's satellite wi-fi we can't get the, that cabled wi-fi whatever that's called uh if i turn the wi-fi off not only do i do i not have 4g or 5g or whatever like, I, I i can't send an sms so like where am i from i, I how i often think like I had the best of both worlds growing up. Like I had this urban upbringing where I got the, I became streetwise. I, I, you know, I, I grew up around good people, bad people, salt of the earth, really uh, a, a real close-knit working class community. Um, and there's, there's something just really beautiful and organic about that. And then the exact opposite, which is like ultra-ruralism. Um, Mm-hmm. And I managed to 
have an upbringing in both camps. Um, and I'm certainly more the rural person than the urban person, but uh, who I am, I think I'm just, um, I, I think my self-identity is very much like I am someone who respects all cultures and traditions. I've seen yeah. life in poor urban areas. I've seen life in poor rural areas. And I've been fortunate enough to, to develop a life for myself where, you know, at 32, I have a roof over my head, a steady income and a good job. So so I think who I am is because of where I'm from, if that makes sense. Um, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. I mean, like... You're very lucky in that aspect then, because a lot of people don't get to see both sides. Yeah, and I, I think as well, a lot of people that, you know, and, and I have no problem saying this, a lot of people who end up in my position coming from that working class background get a lot of reverse snobbery and um, look down and, and, and if I am truly honest with myself my early 20s when I first started earning money I did have that um, you know I, I did I, I did pull the ladder up to a certain extent and when I look back at my social attitudes and how I was as a 23, 24, 25 year old that I feel I felt a bit of shame, but that's kind of like, you know, you go into work for a private entity and, and it's all about profit and money yeah. making and stuff. And who I am now is because of a decision I made in, in, in 2015 where I decided I no longer wanted to work for a private healthcare company. Um, who I am in terms of my job, I'm a, I'm a cancer pharmacist, I specialize in chemotherapy and I'm doing, a P, I'm doing a PhD at the moment in geriatric oncology. So mm-hmm. basically my research and, and what I am completely engrossed in is trying to, it's called medicines optimization. So you look at the medication people are on and if they're going to go on cancer treatment as well, and you try and reduce the inappropriate medication that they could have side effects or end up in hospital for and make sure they're taking medication they should be if they're not. Um, and my, I'm, I, I'm currently researching that. I'm doing a part-time PhD while working full-time in the in, in the in the cancer centre here in the southeast of Ireland. Wow! And I made a decision in 2015 that I didn't want to work for a for-profit company anymore. And the healthcare service in Ireland is is, is public. So I applied for a job in a hospital in Cavan. And for people whose Irish geography isn't great, Cavan is up by where Punk is from. So right, you know, right. rough. They're all like him. <laughs> Open that nickname. <laughs> wow. Hell on earth. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's actually the median person from that um, section <laughs> of the country. Um, I love folk, I, I, I jest. But, um, I, and on my CV, I had my background interest, farming, um, and, and a little paragraph about where our family farm is up here in Kilkenny. And the yeah. recruitment company rang me and said, look, there's, there's a job opening in Waterford. Now, Waterford City is, I don't know if there's a, a UK equivalent of this, but essentially, Waterford City is right on the border with Kilkenny County. So where my house is now is closer to Waterford City than Kilkenny City. So, oh, there's loads of places like that. Yeah, I can. I imagine everywhere has it. You know? um, it it's like Candy said a Modern Escapism in the 100 episode where she was like, I basically live on the Welsh border. It's kind of like that, but yeah. You know, so I was like, mm-hmm. "Great, I'll go for that." Got that job and moved up here. Um, so moved back to pretty much back by where my 
my uh, my my dad's from, and I'm when I got a maternity, I was covering a maternity leave. I just wanted a change. I didn't care where I went, and they said, "Look, there's a, a woman going on maternity leave. We just want the the, the cover, the the maternity leave covered, and her pregnancy hasn't lasted seven years." I stayed, <laughs> um, and it was amazing. At 25, I actually moved in with my grandparents for three months because um, I didn't know how long I'd be and I couldn't get a short-term rent rental. And uh, mm-hmm. I got to live with my grandparents for three months at 25. So I got to drink beers on a Friday with my grandfather and ask him all sorts of questions about uh, his life. And I think that period, that period of time in my life has really, really formed me as someone who has a better social outlook, who appreciates... Um, uh, society, the contributions of all to society, and the basic needs of everyone in society. So, who I am, I'm a raging socialist. Um, I want uh, <laughs> society to, I want society to prosper. Um, and Absolutely. I think where where I'm from is that is I, I'm not from Cork, I'm not from Kilkenny. I'm from that journey of having bought and getting to where I am now. So. That that doesn't really answer the question, but it's my fucking answer, and you're, you're going to take it. I, 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 I love the answer. That is the most succinct answer I've got on the first question, and I've recorded seven episodes of this, so I love it. We have to move on. Time is oppressing, yeah. but beautifully, beautifully answered, DJ. Thank you. Question number two, easy to answer. What are you drinking and why? Glad you asked me that, because that's a, that's a question I'm comfortable answering, because I answer it all the fucking time. <laughs> Um, oh yes <laughs> I'm drinking one of my favourite uh, beers it's from Donegal so the exact opposite corner of the country uh, but it's from a brewery yes. called Kinnegar a local independent brewery Oodles as you know very well from uh, listening to my the, the podcast I co-host as you oh, mentioned yes. earlier with, with my good good friend Owen uh, we're big fans of local independent beers uh, better for the economy better for the environment yep. and they're just fucking better um, and this is a farmhouse beer. better <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a farmhouse beer um, from Kinnegar. It's called Scraggy Bay India Pale Ale. It's a beautiful, bitter, hoppy pale ale. And it's a beer that, like, I'm so glad my palate adjusted to be able to enjoy a bitter beer like this. I don't think I've enjoyed I'd enjoyed it seven or eight years ago. And now it's one of my go-tos. Um, and I just fucking love it. Um, and I want to give a shout out to what I'm drinking on Snowcast this week. The empty bottle is here next to me. Look at this for an old school bottle. This is shit for the. the oh, bottle. look at that! Um, wow, beautiful. And, Pop and a brown bottle. Come back to who I am. Like I, I am. Um, I'm a fluent Irish speaker. All my family speak Irish. Mm-hmm. We speak Irish together. I speak Irish to my dog the whole time. So this is a beer from yeah. the Irish speaking region in County Kerry, uh, It's called Bale Bon a Golden Ale. So I think. If, if, if anyone listening to this ever ends up in uh, Dingle, they should go to Tigvrick because they serve all the beer they produce locally there and Bailborn is a treat. Fantastic. I knew you'd enjoy that question. I really I, did. That's much nicer than the first question. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to uh, question number three. If you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose and why? This is the easiest question of all of the yes. questions. Because yes. for me, it's, again, a philosophical question. Do you want to see the world or do you want the mm-hmm. world to not see you? And, That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And come back to who I am, 
loop it back to the first question I went through large periods of my life where I had a crisis of self-identity where I wasn't a nice person because I didn't know who I was and yes an awful lot of time even though I wasn't and even though I would have um been uh, extrovertly you know uh, I would have behaved in an extrovert fashion I often felt invisible mm-hmm. and I don't like that whereas no. if I can fly and if I can fly Homelander in the boy style where I can just like and I'm there oh yeah I mean, I mean there, I put it this with you I have to do some really hard uh, labour intensive sweaty dirty shitty work on the farm tomorrow if I could do that mm-hmm. and at the end of it I'm sweating it's hot I'm fucking all I want there's a gelato small little gelato hut in Rome off a side street oh. out in the middle of nowhere and the perfect imagine strawberry one scoop of strawberry yeah. one scoop of lime please <laughs> oh, that is sensational so it's flying Excellent. it's flying I mean I, I feel like anyone who answers invisible and apologies to anyone before me who's answered this and maybe nobody will answer invisible after I say this it's the creepy answer do you know what? Um, four out of the seven people I've interviewed have said uh, invisible. <laughs> so, I, I mean, yeah, we've got some creepy people. They have, uh, they have very good out, reasons, trust me. Shout out, shout out to the creeps. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, let's move on to question number four. What was the last gift you received or gave someone, or both? Good question, good question. Uh, today, I bought my wife a sports bra. Um, yes, essential. Not sure. Not sure if it's a gift because she knew she was getting it. Actually, I did buy a gift today. I bought my six-month-old niece a waterproof onesie, cute onesie overall. Uh, and the oh, reason yeah. being is, myself, my wife, my brother, and his wife, and little Indigo, who's six months old, we're going to London at the end of the month to go to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to watch an NFL game. And I thought, you know what, if it's raining and we're trying to get out to that part of London and we're stuck in rain or whatever, out the bag, baby's covered. So that's the last gift I bought. Someone, yesterday was a late day for me in work because it was my last day before two weeks off. And I had a very long week in work because I was trying to get you know, a lot of stuff finished and organized before my two weeks off. Oh, yeah. And a nurse that I work with arrived into the office. I had a, an, an online meeting with the university because I'm supervising exams in a couple of weeks. And I had earphones yeah. in. And I was just, you know, when you're tired and cranky that you have to do something. And constantly. Oh, and this nurse, Karina, just arrived with. I take my I, when I, I love coffee but I just take Americano a black Americano no sugar no milk that's how I like it Simple. and just next to me an Americano arrived with a purple snack and you know the way this sometimes people say less is more that was yeah. just <laughs> the most beautiful present at that moment in time just hit the nail right on the head and it was a lovely little small gift it's a gesture as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 a gesture and it's the acknowledgement uh, that someone can see you've had a tough day and they just want to give you that little help. And I always think I must not be a dickhead because if I was, they wouldn't bother. Exactly, exactly. 
life affirming. Fantastic answer as well. So, question number five. What inspires you? I reckon this is going to be a deep answer. Can I call a friend? You can say it short and sweet if you want. Uh, what inspires me? I, You know what? Uh, is it going to be a deep answer? I, it's one of those things where I don't actually know where I get drive from. I'm just someone who has to work really, really hard. Um, yeah. I don't know what, why I am that way. Uh, like, why would someone who's, you know, working full time in public healthcare and part time helping to run a farm decide to take on a PhD? Like, you know, what would inspire you to do <laughs> that? For like, punishment? Well, no. I, I think an awful lot of what inspires me is. Come, again comes back to the question number one and the values of the people who I admire like my grandparents and my parents and uncles yeah. and aunts that I have and, and people who've influenced me um, over the years and I think like I look at you know growing up in, in, in working class Ireland there's a in Cork who was you like this um, there's a the Cork Life Centre is an education centre in Cork for youths who the traditional educational um, process has failed them. And there's a yeah. guy who runs that, Don O'Leary. And I went to school in Cork growing up and I was lucky that I had a very solid home and I never needed the Cork Life Centre. And Don never knew who I was, but I knew who he was. Because yeah. guys that I went to school with who, you know, whose siblings were in prison, whose parents may mm-hmm. have been um, uh, victims of... of of addiction um, and I saw those guys fall through the cracks and I would see some of them be saved by the safety net and that's yeah. all non-for-profit just people run primarily by volunteers and people dedicating their lives to be the person who when someone thinks they have nobody to be that person and I, I look at that and think I never needed that but so many people do um, so people like that inspire me I mean Don O'Leary Don is sick at the moment um, and despite having terminal cancer he's the type of guy that organises a load of medical aid and himself gets on a bus and goes to Ukraine in March to deliver it to the border wow you know people like, like oh absolutely so if a guy who's in his 60s terminally ill and like when I say terminally ill like acutely sick can get on a bus mm-hmm. full of medical spies, travel to the U- Ukrainian border and come back, then why the fuck can't I do a bit of research to try and do something that will improve the quality of life of the patients I see? You know? Absolutely. It, it's that kind of people inspire me. It's not that... I'm not inspired by... Like, I have sporting heroes, but they don't inspire me. Like, what they do, they're being paid millions and millions No, you of, just admire um, them. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Right, they're dedicated, fair enough, but like... The contribution to society and the world that the Don O'Leary's make is a lot bigger than any sport or movie star. You know, they're, 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 they all have value, but like what a guy in the north side of Cork City is doing for 40 years is a lot more valuable than, to society than a lot of people who get paid millions and millions of dollars to do, dollars to do less significant work. So that kind of shit inspires me. It's a great thing to be inspired by, mate, and it's a fantastic you know, answer. You know what else inspires me? I'm going to say this now, and, and, and I'm, I message her today, and you feel free to message her if she wants this to be left out. 
But what inspires me as well are people like Super Natty Cat opening up and mm-hmm. writing into mm-hmm. a podcast that's going out to people that she's never met and doesn't know and telling her story. Yeah. Like, that shit inspires me because, like, you know, it's the people who are going through similar things who are afraid to verbalize it. That has, yeah. that means so much to those people. So, it's the fucking Don O'Leary's and the Super Natty Cats. They inspire me great people of the world absolutely i agree with you and it inspires me that that we've inspired people to be able to be open about yeah. that kind of thing Do you know what i mean it's 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 a lovely circle we're, we're all just patting ourselves on the back and i fucking yeah. love it because <laughs> i i feel really bad that i can't contribute to the discord as much and stuff like that but it's like like i said uh, to you guys last week you know when i needed a community that community was there yeah and like supportive and stuff and like every time I'd jump onto a Twitch stream straight away how's the foot you know <laughs> by people who've never met me yet <laughs> that's lovely yeah exactly it's, it is lovely excellent fantastic let's move on to question number six so if you could compare yourself with any animal what would it be and why uh, I'm six foot five I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> I've got a big grizzly hairy body Um yeah I'm about I'm six foot five tall and I'm about six foot five wide with my shoulders. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 a fucking wardrobe physically, so probably. <laughs> I mean, what's the biggest awkward clumsiest animal there is? Um, a bear. A bear, yeah. I I think you know when um, you know when, it, like if I was. I also don't mean one of those big grizzly bears. I mean like a panda. Oh, I'll take that because I was going to say like if if you believed in a conspiracy like the Yeti or someone or the Obama Ooh, yeah. I, 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 yeah the, the snowman the Sasquatch I'm, yeah the, I, Sasquatch I, I, a Sasquatch is my answer lock it in do you know what I'll, I'll accept it because yeah. I think it exists so yeah yeah because you final answer Chris yeah <laughs> you've won you, you've got to the next question excellent <laughs> So, uh, question number seven. Uh, we finish the interview and you step outside and you find a lottery ticket that ends up winning 10 million euros. What would you do? I love how flexible you are that you said euros instead of pounds because it says pounds on your question. And you're, there you go. You're so culturally thinking? aware. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, quality, uh, that's quality broadcasting there. Um, I think that alone deserves a biggie this year. Um <laughs> 10 million quid, what would I do? Do you know what? The first thing I do is there's a, a campaign for um, 24-7 cardiac care in the southeast. So the, the entire region of Ireland that I work in, if I have a heart attack right now, at, um, yeah. outside the hours of 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, I, an ambulance has to come out to me and transport me to Cork. So the cost of setting up 24-7 cardiac care will be 2.5 million euros. So the first thing yeah. I do is I basically fund the first year of that and once it's up and running they yeah. can't take it away so exactly exactly, exactly. 7.5 million euros left yes which is a lot of money I mean it's more than I need uh, right yeah. I won't pay, pay off my mortgage I'm not I, like I love my house so I'm not going to move or anything like that I'm yeah. pay off my mortgage um, and I'm going to I love my life. I'm not going to change too much. Probably just going to fucking 
go around. Do you know, like Shaquille O'Neal just goes to a shop and he sees a kid and he's like, come on, we'll get your bike. Yes. I think I'll, yeah. I, I, I think I'll just become like the local neighborhood come to sets unrealistic expectations for children <laughs> of adults. <laughs> yeah, if, if you wait outside this shop, you never know, DJ might turn up and buy you it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people like fucking, like Fly Tracker, but it'd be DJ Tracker, and I'd just like, oh, he's gone to Smith's. <laughs> You'll have your own app. He's coming, he's coming. He's in Ken Black's in Port Leash. I might get a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic answer. And the rest you can just buy booze with, I'm sure. Oh, look, I mean, I'm sure I'll find something. I'll, 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 I, do you know what? The other thing I'm going to do, brilliant, I'm going to take part of the farm and turn it into a local independent brewery. Ah, oh, that's the answer I wanted, mate. That's the answer I wanted. Then I can invest. Oh, you don't, yes, no, don't invest. Brewery. I'll just employ you as, like, director of Brits. Overseas? Yeah. <laughs> Liaison. I, I, mate, social media. I can do all that for you. You can. I'll. I'll just pay you to be our. You, we'll, no. Do you know what I do? I. I'll just. We. My brewery then will sponsor Modern Escapism. Oh, synergy. The, the, the network. We will sponsor the network. A synergy. I love it. I love it. Excellent. 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 Move on to question number eight. We're nearly there, mate. Home stretch. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? Two items I have with me now. My wife and my dog. Oh, great answer. Great answer. You won't be need? lonely. Won't be lonely. Yeah, you've got water, you've got food. Like, there will be consensual intercourse. Absolutely. And when she gets inevitably really fucking annoyed at me, mm-hmm. I'll get constant affection from the dog because the dog loves me. Yeah. So you walk the island with a dog. Perimeter check. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly, and the dog can go fishing first. I'll train the dog to fish. She's a sheepdog, so she'll be like, she'll know what to do. Yeah, yeah, shepherd of the sea. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I yeah, because because I, like I said earlier, I'm at a really good uh, place in my life right now. I'm so happy with what I have. Like mm-hmm. to to flip the question a different way. If I had a constant supply of food and water here, we actually we have our own well. And I have enough space that yes. I could actually fucking grow my own food. You know, if yes. I never had, if I never had to leave my one point one two acres of land here, <laughs> I would happily do that. That actually be a lovely life. It, it, I think the same. I, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people have answered it. They're like, oh no, desert island. I'm like, I didn't say it was a bad island. <laughs> There's yeah, yeah. no humans there. That's probably a good island. Have you seen what humans are doing to the world? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You that's get to name idea. it, you get to be the king. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. That's that's a good question. Excellent, that, excellent. That, so that's just be, mm, be, before you move on quickly, when well, like when you get to a certain point, what you should do is you should have a special uh, patron section where you ask an extra question and it should be what would you name the island? <laughs> oh, I like that. See, that's what when professional podcasters get together, guys, they start making content. Yeah, on the beer. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, um, yeah, you're on death row. Oh no! Tonight is your final Not meal. Again. What you're having? Not again. <laughs> Not again. Not again. <laughs> Why always me? Um, the, I I don't know. I actually I really don't know. I so. 
like I said, I finished work yesterday, two weeks off, and I was like, what do I want? And I just wanted a spice box from the Chinese. Um, I wanted Lovely. indulgence. Lovely. And I don't know, man. I, I, I think there's that could, be, that could be it. That could. Just want that, MSG in your face. Yeah, yeah. Because cause you know what? I, like, your last meal, you just want the feeling. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you don't care what you're having. No. Maybe... maybe Actually, well, actually, do you know what? Maybe my grandmother's roast chicken with spuds and veg and gravy. Ooh. No, Nana's roast okay. chicken. Mm. Nana's roast chicken. Because, like, the portion she gives her scandalous. So, like, I know. <laughs> I, so, so, the point being is if I'm on that row, I know that, you know, if I am well fed, I will make the journey to Valhalla successfully. Like, I don't, oh, need, I don't need to worry about stopping on the way for. For for a, yeah. a, a, a little sale through Supermax or something, um, <laughs> I find very. You can wrap, wrap some chicken up in tin foil anyway for the uh, ride. Up. Yeah, well, there'd be about fucking four chicken breasts on the fucking plate, like so. Nana's <laughs> roast chicken with gravy will do me. Um, and and like if if I, you know, if I'm going to die, uh, I might as well go out. Like you know, I've got sort of ethical considerations around vegetarianism and veganism go out the window on that row. I think. Oh, I don't eat meat, but if it was one last meal, mate, absolutely would. <laughs> I wouldn't care at that point. You don't need to worry about the That's rebound colitis because you're dying anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's gone crazy. Brilliant answer. So we're on to the final question now. Um, you've, you've nearly done it. Um, what music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? What's your theme tune? Right, so you, you know because I... I plagued you for a couple of days with um, Bell X1 mm-hmm. um, stuff. Yes. So you know my obsession with all things Bell X1 and I primarily yes. sent you stuff from the album Bloodless Coup which I, I wrote into Modern Escapism about. Sensational um, album. Sensational album. Their next album on um, Blue Lights and Runway has mm-hmm. a track on it called Amelia and Mm-hmm. Amelia is basically Paul Noonan thinking out loud about what it must have been like for Amelia and Fred, Amelia Earhart, uh, and yeah. Fred, what's his name, when they're on the plane and it's going down. Like, what is the last yeah. couple of moments like? What's the last falls? So, like, you know, it's 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 like, um, what what are the fucking lyrics again? Um, um, uh. I'm good because I have the music in my, but basically the, the introductory music to that rambling out loud thoughts and Paul Noonan um, yeah that little it's like a really cool like doom, do 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 <laughs> I just think like if you walked in like it'd just be a nice little it's a really up yeah like um, uh, do 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 <laughs> and I just like stroll in like with a little, 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 little box. For the listener, you can't see DJ dancing. It's oh, sensational. It's, it's a sensational sight. Uh, and you can only see the top half, wait and see the bottom half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say life's a different story when you're facing certain debt. I wonder, did they kick back when they knew the game was up? Um, it, there are the lyrics, like, it's. it's uh, That's lovely. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, that's a good answer. That's most yeah. most people say something super duper well known and super duper catchy, but you, no. you you've gone for something that defines what what you think and a bit of prose as well. It's nice to have that as a theme yeah. tune, as a walking yeah. entrance Cause, theme. Because I just think like if you're gonna go down, go down like 
popping, you know, and, it's, oh, and actually, and, and it comes back to question eight. One of the courses is, um, or maybe they went on to go oranges and pears on a roll island. Amelia and Fred, she danced for him in the evening when the red sun set. Oh. He'd sit there smiling up at her, thinking this is just swell. So they got shipwrecked on roll island potentially as well. So, yeah, my, yeah, potentially. No one knows, does it? No one knows. And my answer loops back to one of your previous questions. I, I think we should, we could do That's this again. We could do this again. We could do this again. <laughs> Thing is, it'd be the same questions. <laughs> I'll come up with 10 different answers. I'll just pretend to be someone else. <laughs> you can interview me. That, that That's the oh. promise. And guess what, DJ? You've completed. You've completed Deep Dive Lounge. You've done it. You've passed. I've, I've run the gauntlet. Fanfare. You, it's just it's just been sensational. Like you've got a lifetime membership to Deep Dive Lounge, and do you know what you've won? You've won a chance to plug all your wares. Take it away. Yes, well, you can find me. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Snugcast. Uh, if you like what we do, listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. We're Snugcast on Spotify and iTunes. Um, give us a five star review. Um, if you don't want to give us a five-star review, you don't have to. Just don't give us any review then. Uh, we yeah, would rather than a one-star review or a two-star review or a three-star review. I would prefer if you sent us direct abuse via direct message or something. That would that yeah. would actually be more valuable to us. Um, and you can listen to us there. Criticism. Exactly. We have a Patreon as well. Um, and as well as that, we have merchandise, snowcast.com forward slash snowcast.myspreadshop.ie uh, is merchandise. We've got some nice merchandise. I'm not actually wearing any tonight. Uh, no. But you nice, have, you've got some lovely stuff, though. We've got a nice little hoodie here for the listeners who can't see. That's beautiful. Uh, beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Um, if, if the listeners are interested in anything alcohol or just, just gents chatting in a pub, <laughs> you really can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and like it's it's kind of if you're wondering i think i think we mirror modern escapism quite nicely in terms of while we're very unstructured we once spent an hour and a half talking about a chicken fillet roll um you did and and we also <laughs> told an alternative history about saint patrick that you won't hear anyone else anywhere else so it's exactly. it's, it's very light-hearted um so you can find us there at all the usual places and you can find me in a modern escapism discord once every two months replying to messages from oodles that he has forgotten he sent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's that's the end of Deep Dive Lounge. Um DJ, thank you very much for being this beautiful effervescent special guest, answering the questions with a plum and with dignity and honour. Was it so, the best? All we can say it, it was it was top seven. <laughs> yes, I mean, because you've had seven before, so I'm, I'm definitely not last. <laughs> you've knocked someone off, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, thank you very much. And all we can say now is have a great week, everyone listening. Thank you for supporting this show. And thank you again, DJ. So, good night, everyone. It's long. <laughs>